do. Yeah. Do look extremely comfortable. <sighs> well, I am very comfortable. Uh, I've treated you to an upgrade. Yeah, man. In Pod HQ. So yeah, the shed now has a sort of sofa element element to it, and it's yeah, it's pretty fucking comfy. You're gonna have to shake you out of a coma in a minute. No, I'm all right. I'm just <laughs> this, there's like a bit thing behind my head which is kind of hurting my neck because I can't put my head back far enough. Yeah, I weird. could spin and sit with my back against this, which I might do momentarily. But yeah, <clears throat> Lee has increased the comfort levels in Babble HQ, <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, pretty comfy, <laughs> pretty happy right now, pretty happy. <laughs> So what's been going on? Uh, well, I ventured into the, well, the abyss that is the Swedish shop. <laughs> Ikea. Okay, how was the that The place with you? no windows and no clocks that tell the right time. No, how was that for you? Emotional. Yeah. Well, the first two hours were fine. The first two hours. And then, uh, and then I started to get a bit aggy, get a bit claustrophobic, a bit, I'm going, you know, I'm, I want to go this way, the arrows point the other way. And uh, one mustn't define the arrows. Do not defy the arrows. Yeah. yeah, just uh, it, it kind of got to me in the old, uh, the old Swedish shop. Yeah, and take some refuge in a, a quiet study that they'd set up in a corner somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> in a faux crystal maze style. That's almost what it is. It's the crystal maze, but you can buy the stuff. Yeah, because you go through all these fake rooms. You feel like room raiders. You should start tearing it apart. Because you go through all the things and you're having a look. Like, oh look, it's got stuff inside it. Like. So you start ripping it, and then like you make a mess, just leave the room. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I could have a prize. Yeah, IKEA is a weird kind of like parallel universe, isn't it? Because like I like, I don't mind when you're walking around looking in all the rooms mm. and doing all that kind of shit. I quite like that. But then once you get onto the second floor, and you actually have to buy things, or it's like the world of candles, oh. the world of picture frames. Oh, yeah. The thing is, I kind of, as I say, I, I get, like, I get the appeal. I think when you're going there to kit stuff out, for, like, for your house or flat or whatever, mm. like, we've been a couple of times, but it's things that you end up... I, like, I don't care about candles, for example. No. So no matter how many times... Someone says, "Do you like the smell of this?" I go, "I don't care. I, I, I don't care. <laughs> it's a candle." And what's funny about IKEA is you can see the amount of arguments that are happening at any, no matter where you are in IKEA, you can turn to a couple and they are having an argument. Oh yeah, about I, I was starting to get irate because we were looking at every single light fitting, and you know, I don't care. Like anyone, pick one you like. Tell me what it is. Put it in this bag that's not in a trolley. It's not a real trolley. It's, no, that's weird, isn't it's it? It's a bag holder with wheels. It, what? Just give me a trolley, surely. Yeah, because then you have when you go downstairs, then you get the trolley. Well, I guess it's because maybe the. Well, you could definitely manoeuvre trolleys around. Yeah, why not? Just a mini trolley. I also think it's funny how you look at some of these rooms. Like we went into one where it was like um, a studio apartment. Yeah. You look at it like, how many studios have you been in? <laughs> Like this, it, this is you would never get this in a normal studio. You go into like, these living rooms; mm. they're fucking huge. You think who's got a living room that's that big? Yeah. No one. Yeah, it, it, it's it's IKEA living. I almost want to wait until all the lights have just turned off and they've locked the doors, and I'll pop out from behind the corner and just act out my 
New York apartment life in one of the IKEA sections. I think that would probably be much easier. I always think that it would be great to be locked in IKEA overnight with some like maybe some airsoft or paintball guns <laughs> and just wake up in the morning it looks like a rainbow yeah skittles have exploded just stay in overnight and have a massive like manhunt that could be quite cool in all the rooms and stuff yeah that, that, that would be quite uh quite freaky actually and that's it? what i was thinking about for the entire time i was at ikea <laughs> I just did you like, just keep walking off <laughs> yeah yeah like, that'd be a really good spot to hide <laughs> if you had like two teams of six on opposite ends of ikea and you were just like the hunters and the seekers yeah amazing and the hiders sorry yeah have like a catch the catch the flag or something <laughs> be fucking amazing could be good there you go well we'll pitch it to ikea shall we lock I'm, the doors and get the paintball there yeah i mean argos is a joke now isn't it oh my god argos used to be you go in you get your number you wait your thing comes out in two minutes you fuck off council now, state bingo sitting down waiting yeah, for the price. yeah it's absolutely crazy now it's just craziness You've got like 400 people all trying to buy stuff. It's a rabble. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think Argos is hell. I think if there is a hell... It's... You can buy it in the Argos catalogue. You can buy it in the Argos catalogue, yeah. We appear to have baked our dozen. A dozen furies. Oh. Yes. You're ready for part. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, back to episode 12. Because I had like 12 poddies, 12 monkeys, and I couldn't make it work no matter how hard I tried. I kind of wish you had, you could have just kept that to yourself. But by it, by saying it, by bringing it up on the pod, it's now on the pod. I've made it real. <laughs> like Schrodinger's cash. Wish. <laughs> it exists, yet it doesn't exist. <laughs> so how you doing, man? You right? Yeah, man, I'm very good. How are you? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm good. Sat here, enjoying ourselves as usual. Yep. No sun. No. Or rain. No. No weather to to remark on. To hear here in the background. No. Potentially a shit band <laughs> practice going on <laughs> in the background, which we can hear. I'm not sure if you can hear it. If you can't, thank God for yeah, that. Yeah, because we can. It's our burden. <laughs> I went to London yesterday by myself. Really? Yeah, just for a little day trip. Oh. Um, treating yourself yeah I just went for a little kind of mooch hmm. um, and uh, yeah a couple of things one is and, I, and, and I'm not going to bring it up as a hate list this early on because we're not there yet but just the standard of the uh, British uh, public transport system is, is something to something to definitely get into at another point however Something it's shit. It, I mean, it's terrible. It is it's utterly, awful. utterly terrible. At times, it leaves you wondering how the fuck we've functioned for this long. Yeah, and as I said, I don't want to get too close to hate list territory. But I mean, last uh, last episode um, when I came down to record, <clears throat> my car had a flatty when I came to come down to you. So I had to get the train, and it took me five hours Ouch. to get back from essentially from Portsmouth to Brighton. Uh, it's a nightmare anyway that's not what we're commenting on but do you know what Inspector Sands is yes have you ever heard well you would do because you worked in the train station yes have you ever heard it yes so I heard it for the first time yesterday on the underground mm -hmm. and what was really funny is for those listening who don't know Inspector Sands is what comes over the tannoy at an underground station when they're 
is or any train station or any train station when there's some kind they believe there's some kind of threat or some kind of Inspector Sands is more for fire but right. it can be used in other situations but if you hear an Inspector Sands normally it's either a fire drill or there is suspicion of a fire before a public announcement right. as to not arise Suspic- yeah arouse suspicion exactly but what was really funny is I know what that means mm. and I heard it and it was kind of there was a kind of mini alarm happening and could Inspector Sands please come to the fucking whatever office right and no one had any idea they were just carrying on with their day like kind of ignoring it and I just thought it was a really kind of perfectly British thing yeah it was like because the, I only know because someone once told me and um, <clears throat> I was kind of like oh and I was sort of listening to it and looking around to see if I expecting could expecting to see some sort of action and everyone was just kind of making their way to wherever they were making going making their way downtown <laughs> yeah. walking fast actually I nearly got hit by a bike <laughs> Of course it is, London. Yeah, I was in Oxford, Cir- I got off at Oxford Circus to go to the photographer's I, I don't know where they grow London cyclists, but they're not made like the rest of us, because no. they, they've got no concept of death, um, boundaries, uh, what the fuck the road's for. Well, I went, I went to cross in between two buses who, that were stationary, hmm. and there's like the middle, a bit of middle road, yeah, just yeah. outside Oxford Circus Station, and I looked to my right, where the traffic was coming and there was nothing I glanced just kind of half across the road I thought fine as I stepped out a cyclist was less than six inches away from me (laughs) now bearing in mind I swear to you when I looked no cyclist and she slammed her brakes on and I I didn't sort of go or jump or anything I just went that was my fault I'm really sorry and just carried on across <laughs> the road. I was like, I don't know where that came from. Mr. Tools. Yeah. Hey, man, but, uh, I'm wrong. Yeah. But fuck it. I'm, wrong. I'm really sorry. Let's go. And just carried on walking. Carried on. It's walking. London. There's not. There's not fucking. Yeah, it's a mad place, isn't it? Really, it's mad. It is. Um, but the thing about London is that if you're not from London, it takes a time to attune to the speed of London. Yeah, the pace is mad. Like yeah. you notice that if you walk, maybe half a pace slower than anyone else like if you look at the general speed of traffic shall we say on any given pavement if you're not walking at the same speed as the person in front of you you are too slow yeah. and you will get tutted and harumped yeah. <laughs> or, or someone will bang into you. Yeah, or they'll, they'll give you a bump and a <laughs> or some knob will come along and with a fucking phone glued to his earpiece yeah. oh yeah and they'll just yeah. wear you out of the way because you don't matter you've, you've got to You've got to project stature, and you know you're busy. You've got something to do. Get out of my fucking way. Otherwise, you just get like tourist pushed to the side. Get out of the way, cameraman. But then it's funny because I feel like I'm middle ground because obviously I've been to London a lot and whatever. It's I'm not a tourist, mm. but I'm also not a Londoner. Yeah. Or not even a Londoner, or someone who works in the city. Yes. And I think that's 
that middle ground's a hard place to be because you get annoyed with the tourists yeah. who are just kind of warbling around with selfie sticks and you also get annoyed with the dickheads who's like just calm down dickhead yeah. you know, it's not a marathon yeah like, it's a horrible chill, place to be a bitch be cool and then yeah you're kind of this weird <laughs> middle ground of I know where I'm going I am walking faster than the tourists but slower than the nutters yeah and yeah it's just the kind of it's the sort of dudes that wear a suit and running shoes to work yeah 100% you know they, they've got a sprint yeah. to work but I need to look good doing it yeah I need to be dressed and sitting at the table by nine sharp nine like, no. you know what they're like fucking hell mate and they start coming down from the coat binge innit yeah well or I mean heroin I mean how else do you fucking survive in I remember sort of yeah I read a book about, about blokes in the city it was all to do with like mental health and stuff and the one one account was coming in at 6am and there were guys fucking um, jacking up heroin in the toilets like big sort of top end business owners um, and you know big big papa whatever the fuck I don't know what the phrase is I couldn't think of the phrase basically a big fucking deals Mac just Daddy like Pimps. absolutely smashed off their tits in the toilet with like with track marks and all this kind of stuff because it's the only way they could survive unbelievable yeah it's mad and one thing that I think is really interesting about people I know from London is when they um, the, the pace the pace that they think and how they think is affected by the surroundings and that's obvious mm. if you go to a kind of small village with small village life you live at that pace yeah but like for example when I've been at, at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival um, with uh, Mel who's in my, in my old theatre company and her and her brother before they went to eat anywhere they went on TripAdvisor and they were like trying to find the, the most optimal place to eat food in the area and I know it sounds like a silly thing because yeah I get it it makes perfect sense why would you not want to try and find the best place to eat yeah. but up until I'd never ever done that I just walked past somewhere looked at the menu and gone fuck it I'll go in there and eat yeah it looks alright yeah whereas this is kind of like I, can't, I haven't got the time to waste absolutely I need to do it now yeah I need to I give me the five stars give me the five yeah. stars now please yeah yeah and you turn up and it's not well this is what I ordered no and it's just a <laughs> mad kind of it's a mad mad world do not sing that song I don't know the words fucking awful don't know the words Don't be angry, don't be pissed. Just sit there and put it on your hate list. Hate list. It is. And you can go first. I've only got one this week. Okay. I've, well, I've got loads, obviously, as always. As always. Um, but I think this week I'm going to go with... Um, Microwave food. Okay. Well, now, like a microwave meal, we're talking. Yeah. Okay. Now, it's not what you think. It's not just all microwavable foods. Right. You buy a microwave meal and you pierce the holes in it. Yep. Put it in the microwave. Halfway through, you get it out. You pull, peel the cellophane back. Yep. Give it a stir. Cellophane back on in the microwave another two minutes your dinner's ready yes in an ideal world that's how it happens <laughs> but in actuality you put you pierce the lid or pierce the film put it in two minutes put it out go to take off cellophane to stir 
and it's fucking impossible. <laughs> it's welded itself to the So, <laughs> why make something that's specifically designed to do a certain thing and then not make the thing that it's supposed to... that they're telling you you have to do... <laughs> It make you yeah, make it impossible for you. Yeah, it's just shoddy. So you're thinking, well, if I just stab at it with a knife, I can't recover it. And is the recovering process necessary? Necessary, because if it's not, then just take the fucking thing off in the first place. Is it integral to the cooking process? So if it is integral to the cooking process, then why have you made it so difficult for me to do? <laughs> I don't eat microwave meals hardly ever or anything like that but when I do the chance are it's probably because I'm in a rush and it's like they've gone no I don't care about what your personal agenda is <laughs> I don't care that this thing should like they put on the box ready in four and a half minutes that's obviously excluding the time that it takes to get into the fucking thing halfway <laughs> through the cook because then it would be ready in four and a half hours <laughs> and in the end you just go oh fuck it I'll either eat it half cooked yeah or with bits of plastic in it yeah or you just massacre the shit out of it and it starts going all dry <laughs> and hard so if you're going to make packaging when there's this whole thing recently obviously about trying to eradicate plastic from the world which I'm fully mm. behind so maybe that comes into play or make a microwavable meal that doesn't require being stirred halfway through or doesn't just do something well, that does my fucking head in uh, it's funny actually because mine's quite similar is it? it is because th th this really got my head turning the other day right I went to open a can and it had a ring pull fairly self-explanatory sorry to interrupt you which I always do that um, actually Jess who listens to the podcast every so often well not every so often she listens to the podcast mm -hmm. um, she for up until the age of 22 thought that a ring pull was called a rimple a rimple R-I-M-P-L-E and I actually was there one night when it came out I witnessed her realising that it wasn't rimple it was ringpull that's incredible so anyway yeah I just thought I'd throw that in because I so yeah there's a rimple rimple on, yeah. on, on a can and you think it would do its job and allow you to open said can with ease sure. without need for a can opener sure well no of course it didn't the fucking ring came off in my hand and left the can perfectly sealed so then I had to get a can opener which I don't care where you get a can opener from they're always fucking shit <laughs> like they don't yeah. do exactly what you say they don't do what they're supposed to do no. they're called a can opener not a can mangler <laughs> yeah. not a can abuser a can negotiator yeah they're a can, a can <laughs> just gently teasing yeah. the can yeah. come on I know you want to open <laughs> a can fluffer a can <laughs> just warming it up for yeah. you to get the fucking <laughs> big guns out exactly you end up getting one of those shark sharp spike things and just hacking at it and trying to dribble out whatever the content pointless make stuff that works exactly well you want one of those um, electric ones back to the future the like I've always wanted an electric pencil sharpener for that very reason because I hate sharpening pencils dissatisfyingly yeah because when you sharpen the pencil you then get the grey fucking um, graphite smudge on the on the outside yeah. of the finger which 
you know never goes and then everything you touch for the next three days <laughs> has a little tiny kind of silvery fingerprint in the corner do you know what I mean and then you might wipe your brow because it's hot and you just get a fucking smudge you know? yeah, oh, my brow. actually funny enough that relates to something else that I have on my hate list which I wasn't actually going to talk about but seeing as we're there which is um, people who write on their hands uh, use a bit of paper just stop it stop it use a piece of paper it's like prison tattoos like why why have you got someone's phone number well or it's eggs milk how could yeah just put it on your phone put it on your phone so many options yeah you've got so many options you don't need to write on your hands you're not in that much of a rush that you need to take a note on yourself no I agree yeah it was good I like that (laughs) I believe it's time to uh, to prove we're, we're good on our word. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we we need to. What's the word? We need to um, come through. Yeah, deliver, deliver. Yeah. So last week we were talking about the A to Z of shit band names or <laughs> artists. Um, yes. And I feel like we've we have the capabilities of bringing that definitively mm. you going to go first? <laughs> yeah can do yeah alright so I mean A that's the, the place we should start uh, I, I believe that's um, how about Aqua let's go Bewitched then since we mentioned both of those in the last okay two. great okay. <laughs> A and B seamless <laughs> right C Um. Uh, the most miserable band in the world Coldplay see I think that's going to be contentious for a lot of our listeners no, I, I people don't like care. Coldplay don't they you can like them all you want they're, they're miserable they are music to be sad to yeah I mean I don't really get the whole Coldplay thing I have to say um, we are in the minority and, I, and I'm fine with that but yeah Coldplay shit um, <laughs> D <laughs> Death Leopard. No, not Death Leopard. <laughs> they had a one-armed drummer. I went to uni with a guy who used to make his own Death Leopard t-shirts. <laughs> what? He was a really good guy. He was really funny. He was. Um, he was. He was this kind of huge austere guy <laughs> and uh, he turned up on his first day and bearing in mind like you think I want to make an impression <laughs> and he had he'd macro made himself a Def Leppard t-shirt oh my fucking god yeah so just for you what year was this? oh well I started uni in 2005 2006 oh come on yeah 2006 so yeah and, and also I mean don't make your own t-shirts don't make your own Def Leppard t-shirts absolutely but for that reason I'm I think it should be Darius Dinesh ah the double D the double D yeah I mean I couldn't name one of his songs um but I know that when I've heard them I haven't liked them nope there you go so are you happy with D I'm happy with Darius you're happy with Darius so Um, you go E Mm. well E obviously Enya pops into your head straight away but she's nowhere near no Enya should be nowhere near this Enya is in a little glass cabinet yeah Orinoco flowing her way to the top (laughs) she really is Um, sailing away E E 
Uh, it's hard, isn't it? Because you all, all you what comes to your head are bands that or artists that you like. Yeah, naturally. But um, I don't know. The only one I can even think that begins with E, besides Enya, is even older. Uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got a great name. Uh, but just, I, I don't. Really I don't like think his name music. alone exonerates him from um, <laughs> from that list. No, okay, Ingleberg Humperdinck. <laughs> <laughs> um, F. Hmm. See, I would go. I've got two. I think the fun-loving criminals. Oh, drives me crazy. Um, run around Scooby Snack. I hate. I fucking hate them. Um. I mean, Scooby Snacks was an alright song. If I hadn't heard it a bazillion times. Or, um. Fine Young Radicals. No, Fine Young Cannibals, I mean. Is that what they were called? That's who I thought you were all about in the first place. Drives me crazy. Yeah, that's Fine Young Cannibals. Yeah. Yeah, them. I was talking about fun loving criminals. Yeah, yeah, let's go find. Also, don't make such a complicated band name. Yeah. Because people like sake. us, when we're trying to slay we'll mi- you we'll mistake on a podcast, you other people. we confuse ourselves with two shit band names. <laughs> G. Uh, oh. G. Gabrielle. <laughs> Definitely. Well, with the eye patch. Was it real or was it, was it a gimmick? No idea. All I know is that, you know, like a lot of moments were ruined by Gabrielle let's say that she she's a moment killer for me it's yeah she's way. Buzz Killington Buzz Killington um, okay so H uh, do you remember that band Hadouken Hadouken yeah they, they lulled you in with a great name and then ruined it with crap songs yeah I remember going to see them once oh. um, sort of out of intrigue I can't remember who I was with I got dragged along someone to, that's not your friend yeah I definitely anymore no one I know now likes Hadouken so are you happy with Hadouken oh, yes. okay I uh, I can't go in excess bam 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 a fucking no ice cube no ice tea no absolutely not um, how about by technicality Enrique Inglesius <laughs> Enrique Enrique Inglesius yeah he was so fucking shit he, um, he was like a big old lump of cheese in a suit didn't he oh, what was that song he had would you dance if I asked you to dance? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he can fucking die. Uh, J, easy, Jarul. The poor man's DMX. Oh, hands down. The poor man's DMX. The poorest. Terrible, Jarul. I hated him. K. Um. Oh, I'd have to go with. Kaiser Chiefs. Oh God, the worst band in the history of bands. (laughs) 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 Fuck off! (laughs) And they're everywhere, all the time. (coughs) Fuck off, Kaiser Chiefs. L, um, I've got one which I think you'll love. Go on. In fact, I've got L and M back to back, which I think you'll love. Oh, okay. So L, I'm suggesting 
the lighthouse family. <laughs> we could be lifted. <laughs> shit band, shit name, shit song. It should be called oh, the shit house family. Oh, um, God. And then back to backing that up with a bit of M people. Oh. What have you done today? <laughs> Make a burr <laughs> if you ever want to f- play a fun game in the car with someone, right? Um, <laughs> you should sing the first line of a song, and the game's called Smalls or Smalls, and it's either Heather Smalls or Biggie Smalls. <laughs> That's amazing. We cannot put in people on the list. <laughs> smalls or Smalls? Just for Heather Smalls. Just for Smalls be Smalls. No, I can't do it. We need to. We have to rethink M. Oh come on, man. No, we're gonna have to. Look what's just happened. They can't. What have you done to do? Can't. <laughs> can't do it. She is so ridiculous. She's man. hilarious. She's just got the biggest grin. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a grin like they are some gnashes. Yeah, they? man, for sure. Um, okay, so M. Um... Hmm. May have to come back to M. Okay, we'll have a think and come back to M because we've yeah. Uh, so what about N? Uh, oh fuck it, uh, Nickelback. <sighs> come on. It's really funny when I was going to do a song. Then I just realised that it wasn't Nickelback, I, and I was just about to go into full blast. <laughs> Who was it? It's a band called Theory of a Dead Man. <laughs> Do you want to hear it? This yes. is what I was going to go into. <coughs> this song's called Nothing Can Come Between Us. We're all back and forth from here, South Carolina. Wishing you were here. I guess I should watch what I wish for. <laughs> it's not even Nickelback. Okay, yeah, Nickelback, fuck yeah, them. I've got one for O. I think it's going to be really contentious. In fact, I think I, I have a feeling that people are going to vehemently disagree. Okay. But my O would be Oasis. Ooh. Because I've never got it. I, I like pe- some people go mad for Oasis. Mm. And don't get me wrong, I can see that they've written some good songs. Mm. But with the whole the Gallagher brothers particularly Liam Gallagher's sort of general demeanour mm. and I think also it's ruined to me because all of the people that I hated at school loved Oasis yeah. and was, it's got that kind of aggressive fucking dickhead kind of I just don't think they're that good and the fact that, that Liam Gallagher turned around and said well I would have written the, all the, the same songs as the Beatles wrote or whatever he said if I, I was just born after that like, what? what are you about? Fuck off, mate. So, would you be happy for Oasis to go on the list? Yeah, this for Mr. Smug, I think. All right, so you've got P. Uh, P. 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 Diddy. Nah, Papa nah. Diddy. Papa Diddy Pup. Nah, P. Diddy. P. Safe. Puffy. Puffy. What was it? He had a new name recently. Did he? It was like, yeah, like Prince John. I can't remember what it was. It's some fucking daft ass name. Honestly, what? he's changed his name to something else. You've got to call me this. He's he's off his head. He really is. Maybe not him, though. I don't think he should be on the list. No, I suppose... No, we'll, we'll steer clear of Papa Diddy Puff. Yeah. Um, uh, Go on. Pulp. 
Yeah, again, I think that's going to be quite contentious because some people really like Pulp and John Stocker. Yeah, Pulp, Pulp's a lot. I fucking hate Pulp. No. Um, Q. Now, I can only think of Queen. (laughs) And I don't really like Queen that much, but it can't go on a list of shit bands and artists. No. And Queen's of the Stone Age. Absolutely not. Definitely can't go on. No. So, therefore, should we just bypass Q? We could just offer up Susie Q. I've never heard of her songs, I suppose. Susie Quattro. Susie Quattro. Q-Tip? No. No, Q-Tip's great. No, I think we just we just pretend Q doesn't exist. What? I don't understand. What, what do you mean? We want to R. Yeah, yeah, because well, the alphabet goes O-P-R. Exactly. There is nothing in between. No. So I'm going R-E-M. Oh. <laughs> like... Shady happy people housing her. It's the happiest song yeah, that, I've yeah, so, ever heard in And my I life. don't like how kind of. I quite like Michael Stipe to. Well, no, that's a wrong statement. I don't like Michael Stipe particularly. <laughs> I can kind of put up with him, but as soon as I hear R- him sing or hear REM in any way, shape, <laughs> or form, it just. It kind of makes my entire body want to crawl in on itself. It makes me sad. Like I want to crawl up my own More sad. Yeah. So we're at S. Uh, S. Uh, well, I was going to say someone, but they actually hold my guilty pleasure song. Okay. I was going to say the Sugar Babes. Oh. But there's one particular song that I absolutely love of theirs. Red, I, red Dress. I obviously don't know it because I'm not, I'm not a 13 year old girl from the 90s. Exactly. But presumably I was. <laughs> yeah, clearly. And therefore, I love that song. It's it's the beat. I don't know if I should just play it to you now to explain myself. Maybe we'll just breeze past it and pretend I never said anything. Uh, yeah, let's go with... So you're not going to use... I'm not going to uh, use a sugar babe for that reason. Right. Sadly. So what are you going <laughs> to use? Hmm. Oh, simply Red. <laughs> yeah. And I love the thought of coming, coming home, home to you. Well, also, don't, because fucking hell, I don't want you Mick coming Huckle's on me. Mick face. Mick Huckle. It looks like he's... I'm coming to say hello. <laughs> it looks like his face has... It Melted. looks like he's been stung by a thousand wasps. <laughs> Someone's put like an old biblical curse on him. <laughs> yeah. He's in a constant anaphylactic <laughs> shock. <laughs> yeah, I hate, I hate Mick Huckle. I hate Simply Red. Uh, T, I think, just because of the sheer amount of time that I used to have to hear it, was Travis. Oh. Why does it always rain on me? Oh. Is it because you're draped in fucking misery? Stop! Just stop! Uh. Uh. That was Travis's first <laughs> album. Um, what about you? <laughs> There's an obvious one that's staring us right in the face. For what? Tea? No, for you. Oh, for you. 
You too. You fucking too. The worst of all the bands. The the pure combination of evil wrapped up in a greasy Irish shaded man. <laughs> just the episode oh. of South Park where he's just a massive poo. <laughs> just, he's literally a shit. <laughs> he's a massive. He's douche. a living turd. And when they forced everyone to have their shit album on their on the man, on that the was iPhones. unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What arrogance. Yeah. yeah, you'd fucking want that turd. Yeah, I have a free but album. Some no. people like you too. I will go out on a limb and say if you like you too, like legitimately, if you too are your favourite band, I don't want you to listen to this podcast. <laughs> Likewise, another shit you, UB40. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story of the guy, the UB40 guy? The UB40 guy. Oh my god, right? So I was at a gig in London. Hmm. I can't remember who it was. It was someone fairly heavy. Right. It was like Lamb of God or something like that. Hmm. And this dude comes up to me. I was probably only in my 20, early 20s. And he's about 45. Hmm. Quite young looking. And um, he comes walking over and he's wearing a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. Yeah. And I'm sort of stood with a couple of mates and they're sort of chatting. And I'm just watching. There's no, no music on. And he's, I sort of clock him from a distance. And he does the whole like head lift as if to say, hmm. all right. And I sort of nod and smile and turn away. And as I look back, he's walked over to me and he's now like half an inch away from my face. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, like don't feed the animals kind of thing. Like, you're yeah. right, mate. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you excited for the gig? I was like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be good. You? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had a pretty good, uh, pretty good run this year. I said, oh, yeah. He was like, yeah, I just recently uh, saw Guns N' Roses at uh, Download Festival. And I went, all right, cool. Having no interest in Guns N' Roses Gee, at all. Cool, yeah, nice one. Wasn't as good as the uh, first time I saw them, though. And I went, oh, no. He went, no, uh, I saw, I'm <laughs> probably a little bit older than you. And I saw them uh, at Donington Park uh, in 1987 when it was Monsters of Rock. Nice. And I went, oh, cool, man, like, legit, yeah, great. Guy wants to share some stories with Yeah, man, I'm trying to like, edge away. I'm trying to catch someone's attention as if to say, Can you fucking get <laughs> save, this save weird from the dude away guy. from me? And he goes, Yeah, it was funny. Everyone was wearing black. And I have to say, I was, I, I did go in the mosh pit, but I decided I was going to wear a white t shirt. Cool. Sweet. Okay. All right. I'm thinking, Right, this is it. And he goes, Got any other gigs coming up later on this year? Spend a moment where it like December. I'm like, uh, no, no, nothing planned. What about you? No, probably not. I'm thinking of packing it all in, to be completely honest with you. Oh, what? You're not going to go to live gigs anymore? No, no, there's no point. Um, a little while back, I witnessed what was the greatest musical experience of my life. And to be perfectly honest with you, it will never, ever, ever be beaten. <laughs> I'm thinking and at this point you burst into a fit of laughter in his face no you well, held I, your metal I held my metal and I was like what is this dude going to say is he going to say fucking Rolling Stones you know Zeppelin one of the big bands he goes no Floyd. I was Floyd right even bands like I don't know fucking Chili Peppers or whatever no 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 he says no I witnessed I think probably the greatest night of uh, of musical performance that has ever existed on the face of human earth and I went alright who is that and he went I went to the uh, Apollo and I saw a UAB a 40 
and I just looked at him and I, and I just thought if UB40 is the greatest musical experience of the entirety of your life you've got serious fucking problems serious fucking problems I like reggae but I'm I like, honestly in shock I like yeah. reggae that's, uh, that's overdubbed by an annoying white man with a little pork pie hat yeah UB40 was legitimately not only his favourite band but the greatest musical experience of his entire life so much so that he's going to stop watching live music. He's like, I'm done. I am done. He's reached his peak. He is. He's gone peak forty. <laughs> he's he's peak, never go peak forty. He's got peak forty. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? Oh, we're doing eight <laughs> percent. So I was going back over <clears throat> a couple of the pods the other day. One came on in my car and it was um, fuck I think it was either episode 1 or episode 2 which listeners you can go back to listen to all the other episodes um, on uh, (laughs) iTunes and Spotify you can get in contact with us at Babblement Pod on Twitter or Instagram Uh, find us on Facebook by searching Babblement Podcasts and send us an email at babblementpod at gmail.com please do so I was listening back through, as I say, and I, the story when your phone went off, um, when we were watching Tube on Lady Gaga and all that, and it made me think, have I ever told you about my uh, Lady Gaga chat-up fail? What? You chatted up Lady Gaga? No, 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 no. So I was out about four years ago okay. for New Year's Eve, and we'd gone to the, this sort of um, local pub, um, and they were having a, a New Year's Eve bash. Right. And there was, I suppose, sort of 10 or 11 of us. And um, it was fancy dress. And the theme was like pop stars. Okay. Obviously, we didn't dress up. No. So there is a young lady um, dressed as Cheryl Cole. Okay. And got that weird kind of like military garb on. <laughs> yeah. And my friend is talking to her by the door. Right. I go out to go for a cigarette and get caught in the crossfires of this conversation. Okay. And with Cheryl Cole is another lady who is, dre- is dressed up. Yes. And she starts talking to me. Now, when I say she starts talking to me, what I don't realise in my awkward, bumbling mess is that she's actually trying to chat me up, or she's chirps in, as the kids right, say. Right, right. And she says, do you know who, I'm, who I've come as? And she was just wearing, like, a pink dress... And I sort of looked at her, I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not sure, sorry. She's like, oh, I'm Lady Gaga. And I went, oh, right, okay, okay. And she said, I was going to make, I was going to um, wear the, the dress made out of loads of raw meat like she did that time. Right. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. Yeah. Now, I need you to remember that I don't know that she's trying to flirt with me. Right, you're just assuming this is a nothing conversation. Right. So... As soon as she mentions the raw meat dress, instead of me going, ha, 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 hey, do you fancy, you know, I'll, I'll buy you a drink. Instead of that road, I say this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm sort of glad you didn't. Because you've got to be really, really careful with raw meat. Said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you put, like, raw meat on your bare skin, it's like a breeding ground for bacteria. <laughs> And it can be really dangerous. 
And it, as I said that, my mate who's chatting to Cheryl Cole looks at me and just goes, what the fuck did you just say? Oh my God. And I looked, I was like, what? It's true, I'm just saying that, like, you can't, it's really dangerous to put raw meat on your skin. And I turned and looked directly at her and she went, have a good night. And her and her friend walked off. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was weird. I just went out for a cigarette. He was like, she was flying with you. I was like, well, I didn't fucking know, did I? <laughs> Honestly, man, the amount of times in my life... Well, I'm not by. saying that I, yeah, everywhere I go, I get flirted with, but when that's <laughs> happened in the past, I am completely, completely Oblivious. unaware. Like, the, the other one that comes to mind is that I was at a party when I was about, um, I don't know, about 16 or so, mm. and... We'd gone to a party for a friend of mine, his girlfriend, who went to another school, and she was a year older than us. Right, okay, So all my my mates from school were like, sweet, new ground, new territory, let's go. go." And there was a couple of those really shit, like, stubby beers at the party that everyone was drinking, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The French stubbies. And um, I, as often happens to me... um, needed a massive shit <laughs> and I went into the toilet and had a massive shit of course and there was loads of people outside the toilet trying to get in because I was in there for ages right. and I managed to kind of like slink out like in a break where people weren't looking and sort of disappeared got on with my night right and then was chatting to this lovely lady giving it giving it all the fucking all the special all spiel all the special spiel and she went oh my god you're Ryan aren't you like, yep, yes I am. You're the one that did that massive shit. Do you know you blocked the toilet? Oh my god. She was like, it fucking stunk. I was like, yeah. <laughs> As you and instead of just instead away. of just backing away and going, oh so I went, I've got a bowel condition. Oh that's sexy, isn't it? I've got a bowel condition. Oh, I think that's enough of all that. I'm nearly in an entire, entire, an entire <laughs> state of recline in this fucking. I think this that this new chair in Babylon HQ could be conducive to my enthusiasm. You may have to sit in this one. I don't mind that. I'll just sit. <laughs> I'll just adjust. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know. How, yeah, I don't know how you've ended up sorting it. So I've got the optimum comfy chair. It's the first time it's ever happened. Oh, no. Just to let you peek behind the listeners. Behind the listeners. <laughs> oh, See what I mean? It's, it's Peter chair. Coma. Jesus. Peek behind the curtain. Um, Lee's the kind of guy that, and I've known him for over twenty years, as you know. Um, you go into his house, he'll never offer you a drink. He'll never offer anything because his mentality is: if you want to just ask for it. Yeah. Not like, oh, can I get? And he's always been like that <laughs> to the point when we were kids. You'd go into his house. He would like make himself lunch and pour a drink and start drinking and eating. You'd just be sat there. <laughs> You're like, oh, can I, can I have a glass of water? Oh yeah, all right. Just you know where the tap is. You're like, oh, all right, thanks. Yeah, himself, it's beyond that. But but so it, it, that's why I'm so shocked that you've sorted me out with such a comfy. Position. Oh, there you go, man. See, I don't take care of my my co-pilot. Co-pilot, yeah. So uh, now you're nice and comfy. I mean, what are you going to do when you go home? Well, I'm probably going to do what I've been doing for the last week, which is watch first dates on <laughs> foreplay, whatever it's called. No, foreplay. it's not called foreplay. I don't think it's called. What's that? it? More well, it depends for- what you're talking no, about. What's it called? It's definitely not called foreplay. Is I it? want it to be called. It foreplay. should be called more for all fours. All fours. Yeah, not foreplay. That could be something um, else. All yeah. Four. 
I've been play all four, same thing. I've been yeah, man. I mean, I've been. I'm writing a play at the moment, so that's taking up a lot of time. But that is the so least spare time. Well, it's the least interesting thing to talk about on a podcast, if unless there's someone listening who wants to know about it or wants to know how to write a play, which I'm sure there isn't. So <laughs> in between that, yeah, I've been watching first dates a lot. Um, Okay. Because whenever I do something which requires me to concentrate, I like consistency in the background. Music distracts me too much when I'm writing. Okay. So having something like that on, which is just monotonous nonsense, <laughs> is great because I don't have to concentrate on it and it's just continuous because I've never really watched... I haven't watched that many up until this summer, really. No, I have um, I, I heard something about that today. Oh, really? Actually. Yeah, that first day. I've never watched it, but I heard that... This may be a bit of a, a buzzkill for many people. That the staff aren't staff. No, they're not. They're actors. Yeah, that's quite sad. Well, the, I don't know that they're actors necessarily, but they have been brought in. Yeah, there are other waiters and waitresses at the restaurant serving the other people in the restaurant while they're filming. But yeah, the the four or five people are not mm. real. Well, I mean, they're real. They're not. They're real. They're not. Um, you can touch them. Yeah, they're yeah, not holograms. They're not holograms. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I mean, I think it, it's it's quite a. Um, it's just blump. <laughs> it's just player. Yeah, but it's kind of fun player because yes, you, yeah. <laughs> like you kind of look at some people and you think, wow, and then also you kind of root for people. It's. I mean, it's reality TV at its best or worst, depending on how you look, how you look at it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't. I, I'm not. I, I'm not against reality TV particularly. Um, I am when it's like celebrity stuff. Yeah. Well, I don't you like that. that. But then I think yeah. And, but I think it's it's exact. Really, it's getting a snapshot onto a com- into a conversation into two random people who are talking about something sometimes they're talking absolute fucking nonsense yeah and it's like I mean (laughs) there must be something in that because that's exactly (laughs) what we do but there is something about listening to a conversation that you wouldn't necessarily hear otherwise from two people that you would you don't know they're not in your circle sometimes it's funny sometimes it's insightful sometimes it's heartfelt sometimes it's sad sometimes it's informative whatever there's something about listening to two people talk absolute shit yeah fair enough and I, and I feel like hopefully before too long we'll be crowned the kings of that the ultimate shit talkers yeah ultimate shit talkers it should be like a survival program ultimate shit talkers yeah (laughs) you've got to constantly shit talk your way out of situations otherwise you'll just get like gunned down or something I think you and I would be (laughs) fucking brilliant at that (laughs) just garbling your way out yeah 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 just just wing it eeling your way through stuff (laughs) just wiggling away yeah yeah I think we'd be good at that um but I've only got I'm feeling a bit deflated today because I go back to work like in less than two weeks now I'm just a bit like oh Aww. yeah just feeling a bit feeling a bit uh, I don't know what I'm feeling empty 
that's really dramatic. I don't feel empty at all. I'm empty. I'm just empty. I'm like a hollow man. I am the hollow I'm, man. I'm dead inside. Hollow man with Kevin Bacon is about me. Was it Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yes. Yeah, hollow man. Of I remember of whatever it is. Seeing a clip where he like sucks a woman's breast as Hollow Man and they've done it so you just the see dimple. like the dimple of the boob. <laughs> I always thought that was really silly. Perfect. As are we. See you next time everybody. <laughs> Bye.